Welcome, Mama. You've got your hands full, I know. As a mama for myself, I can relate to the exhausting days of motherhood with wiping messy faces, correcting attitudes, and picking up those countless piles of laundry. But I have found that if we search deeply and open our hearts, we can experience motherhood in a whole new light. By applying biblical principles, we can have joy, we can have peace, and we can have purpose in motherhood. Join me weekly for a little spiritual water for your weary soul. Hi there, welcome to another episode of the Purpose of Motherhood podcast. I'm Ashley Caston. So good to be back. I was off for two weeks and there is good reason for that. I did not... Um, mean to leave you hanging or want to leave you hanging, but oh my goodness, wait till you hear what has been going on in our household. Lots of exciting things. I'm going to give you a quick update. By the way, if that ever happens in the future, if I miss a week here or a week or two there, it is only because I have committed to my family to be a mom and a wife first and a podcaster, blogger, author, writer, whatever, a speaker second. And so I'm always going to prioritize them. So if you have a week where my kids need my attention just a little more, or there's a lot going on in the house, I may just take a step back, but I will be back. I have not abandoned you guys. I have not left you. I am, I very much love and appreciate this community. And I love that we all get it, that we are in this, you know, in this stage of motherhood together. And we are able to just have that grace for one another. That's probably what I love most about motherhood is that it gives you this instant connection and this understanding. You know, you don't have to try to explain to another mom how busy you are, how tired you are, or just how demanding the job is. We just get it. So I love that. And I'm so, so thankful for all of you. So, okay, you want the update. I'm going to give you the update. That's actually exactly what we're talking about tonight is the update because the update is an incredible story of God's faithfulness that is going to encourage each and every one of you, wherever you are at in your um, walk, what you are believing for, hoping for, waiting for, the promises that are delayed um, the or that seem to be delayed, right, in our own timing, the things in your heart, the desires that have yet to come to pass, maybe um, the children that have yet to be born but are, that, are, that are in your heart, the job openings that you've been waiting to um, come available, a move that you're waiting on, whatever it is that you are waiting on the Lord for, I really believe that this story is going to really encourage and um, renew your strength tonight. So, okay, I can't wait to share it. So some of you know my husband and I's story. If you are new here, just started listening, uh, my husband and I took a campus pastor role at a church across town, and so that meant taking our family and moving across town. And so that is what we're doing. We sold our house, and very quickly, that's the fun part of this whole process is selling your house because that happens very quickly, and we started looking. Um, the problem is that the other side of town is a lot more expensive, and um, and that the housing market is so crazy right now that inventory is just very low. So um, that brings us to, we really started probably back in like Thanksgiving of last year. So it's been a little bit of a journey. We got outbid three times on houses that we, you know, we thought were the perfect ones, right? You always think they're perfect. 
and the door just kept closing. So it boiled down to two Fridays ago and we had to be out of the house in a week. And this was kind of our last house shopping excursion before deciding what we were going to do when it, you know, when it comes to like an apartment or, you know, whatever, because we didn't want to rent month to month long term if we didn't have to, because that just is so expensive. So if we ended up getting a contract on a house um, that weekend, we could have, you know, made it work, moved in with uh, my husband's parents just for a few weeks, just to make it work to keep us from having to pay an outrageous amount for an apartment for a month. So, um, we were out and we were like, we looked at six different houses that day and we were so hopeful, but none of them worked. They just were all too small, way too expensive, um, for the money and, or for the size and, um, just not right. So we were really discouraged and our realtor at the end of the day, who is a believer and has been such a blessing through this whole process. At the end of the day, she said, you know what? There's a new neighborhood that I'd like us to go take a look at. I made an appointment for us for next week, but um, we couldn't, uh, or they couldn't get us in sooner. And I really don't think it's going to hurt for us to just show up like we don't know what's going on and just see if we can talk to someone. And I said, I'm all for playing dumb, whatever, whatever you want to try, let's just try it. So we went and we walk in and um, this young man comes in to see us and he says, you know, can I help you? And so our realtor says, well, we had an appointment for next week, but um, we didn't know if maybe we could just come in and talk to someone or maybe see the model. We didn't know how this works. And so he said, well, I have about five minutes before my next appointment. We came in at 225 and his appointment was at 230. He said, I have five minutes before my next appointment. And, um, you know, I'd love to talk with you just for a few minutes. He's like, but I actually, um, I'm not going to be able to talk to you if your appointment was with someone else because, you know, you need to go with whoever the appointment was made with so I don't step on any toes. And so she said, I honestly don't know who it was. So he said, well, let me go check. So he goes and looks and he goes, oh, well, sure enough, it was me. So we said, great, we will take your five minutes, sir, (laughs) whatever you can give us. And so he starts talking to us and our realtor's asking him questions. And she says, well, when's your next lot release? And he says, well, it's tomorrow. And so she says, okay, can we get on on that? And he said, um, well, maybe let's keep talking, which if you don't know what a lot release is, that's kind of how the new builders do sales. Now they'll release a certain amount of lots at a time. And then you pick your house that you want on it. Um, but they might release two lots. They might release 10 lots. It just, you know, depends. And so she says, Okay, well, you know, whatever we need to do. So he's asking us some questions about what kind of house we'd want, what's important to us, um, you know, how many bedrooms we're looking for. And he says, okay, well, based on your price range, I have a few options for you, which is huge. That I mean, just him saying, like, I have a few options was huge news because at most neighborhoods, they weren't able to offer us anything for our price range because everything is so high priced right now. So we were like, oh, praise God, that's great to hear. So he says, why don't we go over and take a look at the model? So we were walking around the model. And meanwhile, he keeps checking his watch and checking his watch. And finally he says, hey guys, it looks like my 2.30 appointment didn't show up. So you guys are welcome to have this appointment. He goes, and this is really odd that they didn't show up because with tomorrow being the lot release, people do not cancel their appointments because you have to have an appointment and have this meeting, this long meeting 
to be eligible for a lot release. And so my realtor gives us that look and we were like, okay, Lord, <laughs> okay, we're catching on to what you're doing here. So we start walking around the model and you know, I'm prepping myself for picturing our house a little different than the model, right? Cause everything is upgraded in the model. So I'm like, okay, so maybe I'm not going to get those cabinets and maybe the flooring is going to be different. And so I kept asking him just to prep my mind. Is this an upgrade? Is this an upgrade? Is this an upgrade? And he kept saying to me over and over and over again, that's already included in your price. I've already included that in your price. I've already figured that into your price. I mean, things like granite countertops, white soft closed cabinets, you guys, pendant lighting above the bar in the kitchen, these things that I consider to be extravagant, right? Like things that that are nice to have, but I would never say, oh, my home has to have them, right? Like I could settle for some things. Honestly, like if the Lord told us, to move into a, a little house out in the middle of nowhere to reach that city for the Lord, I would do it. No, it's not to me. It's not about, I don't have to have those things in life, right? He could give us just the bare minimum and we could be doing the work of the Lord. And I honestly, truly could be happy. I have reached that point in my life where my happiness does not come from my things. It doesn't come from my situation. It comes solely from the Lord. And so he doesn't need to do all of this stuff. But I look at it and I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean I get this? I felt like I was on the Oprah show, you know, with like Oprah's, Oprah's favorite things. You get white cabinets and you get granite countertops. <laughs> I'm like, what in the world? How is this? What do you mean this is in my price range? And so he's, you know, walking it th- us through and I'm going, what? And then I walk into the laundry room. Oh, I don't know if any of you care about big laundry rooms like I do, but this laundry room was ginormous. In fact, I think I squealed when I walked into it and I said to our realtor, I said, get in here. You've got to see this laundry room. And she came in and was just like, oh, is the Lord good or is he good? (laughs) It was that big. And that was one of the things we had bid on a house that had a big laundry. That was one of the things that I remembered about the house was that there was this big laundry room. And I was so disappointed when we didn't get it because I like, oh, that laundry room was so nice. <laughs> and so here I am like in a laundry room even bigger than that one. I'm like, oh God, you just care so deeply for all the things, all the little things like a laundry room. So we get back to his office and he's talking to us and he's like, you know, okay, well, here's how this is going to work. You know, um, you are going to get online and you're going to sign up for a spot and, um, you know, when you get online and you like fill out your information, uh, you just hit submit as quickly as you can before someone else gets the spot and we go in order of the number. So there are 25 spots that you can sign up for, but only 11 lots being released. So we just go down by number and, um, you just say what lot you want when we call you. So they'll call number one, say, which lot do you want? Number two, which lot do you want? You pick, you're actually picking like the land is what the lot is. And so, I, you know, I'm already getting like tense about this hearing him talk about it. And I was like, okay, um, well, like how difficult is this going to be for us to get a lot? Like just, you know, be honest with me. And we had been sharing with him about why we're moving and just our faith and just talking, you know, generally speaking about just following the Lord's call, all that. And so he said, well, um, he goes, listen, I'm a man of faith and if that's the lot that God has for you, no one's going to be able to take it. <laughs> and my jaw must have hit the floor. I went, 
okay. <laughs> now you're preaching to me. And gosh, like that is so true and exactly what I needed to hear in that moment. So 9 a.m. on Saturday comes and that's when, you know, all the lots were being released. And so my husband's on the computer and he is just shaking from head to toe, I think. I mean, his hands were like really trembling because he was so stressed. It's, you know, it's like Black Friday, but so much bigger. You're not buying a big screen TV. You're buying a house. So he's sitting there waiting for 9 o'clock to hit so he can refresh the page and just you know, sign up as quickly as he can. So he gets on there and he goes for spot number three thinking, okay, people are going to go for spot number one, possibly two. So I should go for three. So that way there's a better chance of me getting it before anyone else. He goes, he fills out all our information, clicks submit and someone had already taken it. So he goes back, refreshes the page, clicks on spot number 10, fills out his information as fast as he can. He clicks on it and we got it. <laughs> and you probably just breathed out a breath too, just like I did when it happened. We're just like, oh, okay, all right, we got it. So 11 lots, we are spot number 10. That means we are guaranteed something. Now the problem was we didn't want just any of the lots because some of them were super expensive. And so we only, we had about four lots that we could choose from. There was like a lot that backed up to the woods that would have been great. Um, there was a couple other ones that would have worked fine. There was one that was across the street from the playground, which Paisley really wanted. Uh, that would have had a place for the kids to ride their bikes to. And so we were like, whatever, God, just whatever you have for us, we're good, good with it. We just can't go, you know, for the really expensive ones. So we knew that was the Lord closing the door if that happened. Well, we wait all day long and we hear nothing. And we are getting so worried that they maybe skipped over us on accident or that maybe we filled out our information wrong, you know, because we did it so fast. We didn't know what had happened. Finally, at seven o'clock that night, we get a call. And, um, he says on the line, this guy says, Hey, I'm sorry. It took so long for me um, to call you. I've got good news. I've got bad news and I've got good news. And we're like, okay, give it to us. So he says, the good news is there are three lots left. And we're like, okay, three, that's better than two. Um, so hopefully, you know, that means somebody backed out in the, you know, line there. So we should have only had two, but since there was three, it gives us a greater chance of one of them being able or one of them fitting our needs. And he says, the bad news is uh, management called and our prices increased today. And we went, oh no. And so um, we went, okay, just tell us how much. And it didn't end up being that bad, but you know, every little bit you're like, oh, I feel the weight of it. So then he says, but I've got good news. And we're like, okay, <laughs> give us the good news. And he said, listen, you guys were so open about your faith and the way that you talked about the Lord and following his will um, just really spoke to me and resonated with me. So I'm going to cut you guys a good discount. <laughs> we said, what? <laughs> I mean, that does not happen. That does not happen. And so we just went, Okay, Lord, your hand is all over this. And did you know that the lot that we got that was still available was a lot that Paisley wanted with the playground right across the street? <laughs> I mean, just totally God. It was just a sign of his faithfulness that he had us through this whole thing, um, that he was not leaving us, um, that his timing is not off, even though it was at the very last moment that he's still in control that, and you know, I'm just imagine that he probably just sat there and laughed, you know, and just probably was so delighted watching us 
uh, just receive his gift and, and watch the surprise unfold. It just was such a cool moment. So then our realtor tells us, she's like, well, let me tell my side of the story. Cause she, after this whole thing, you know, we called her and said, we got the lot. And she was just crying happy tears too. And she said, let me tell you my side of the story. She said on Thursday, I just said, Lord, I'm casting the bread upon the water. And she's like, I put your name on every list for new home builds. And they were the only one that called me back. And so I said, when can I get my clients in for a meeting? And they said, not until next Wednesday, which would have been the following week. And she said, is there any way that I can get them in earlier? When's your next lot release? And she said, well, it's going to be on Saturday is the lot release. And she said, can I get them in before then? And she said, no, there's no way. I'm sorry, but there's no opening at all. They're booked full. They're booked solid. There's no opening until next Wednesday. So there's just, there's no way you'll have to wait till the next one. So where, like, it seemed totally impossible our realtor said, you guys, it was really just a hope and a prayer. I mean, when I said, let's go just walk in and see, I really just was like, well, it, it can't hurt. We can't lose anything. Let's just go walk in and see. Little did we know that God had made us an appointment for 2.30 on that Friday after such a discouraging day. I mean, all the things that it took to make that happen. We also, one of the house appointments that we were going to look at that day, when we looked at the six houses, the very last one, we tried to move the time up but we couldn't. And so we ended up going to lunch and then going to see the house, just kind of killing some time. Even that little move right there, had we moved, had we, had we been able to move that time slot up and see that house earlier, we would have been finished earlier, which means we would have arrived at the new build earlier and there wouldn't have been an open appointment. So little things like that throughout the, just the way that God orchestrated it all was such a reminder to me that he is moving when I cannot see him moving. And when it feels like I am standing still, he is using it for his purposes. He's working behind the scenes and it's not, I'm not standing still for, uh, it's not in vanity, right? There is something forming, something being created and moved on my behalf that I just cannot see. And so I hope that that's encouraging to you today and that you realize that the Lord has not forgotten you, that you will not be um, neglected, that his promises are still good and that he still has the best for you, that he's not sleeping. He's not turning his back on you, but he is moving where you can't see him. One more thing I want to share. So we actually now are in an apartment while we wait for our house to be built. It'll be, they said six to 10 months, but right now with builds, you kind of just are planning on the, you know, long end of it. So we figure, Hey, if by Christmas we're in our house, then great. Um, so we are in an apartment, but here's the cool thing about this. We had applied for, or we were about to apply for apartments on um, the other side of our complexes, two kind of apartment complex, complexes that mix together. It's, it's interesting. There's two different owners and two different clubhouses. And so we had applied on the other side or gone to look at the other side. And they had two first floor apartments, which was a must have for me because with four kids at home, I need a first floor apartment. And so they had two left, but by the time I got home, they both were gone. This was a couple weeks ago and they both were gone by the time that I got home. I went to apply for them and I went, what? There were, I was just in the office and you said there was two first floor. Somebody came in, two people came in and got them. Even that was the Lord because we came to the other side of the complex 
and I'm walking around with this girl getting a tour and, and she has two first floors available as well on this side. So I said, great, I'm not waiting until I get home. You know, I'm not waiting two hours. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting 20 minutes. I will apply right here and right now. So she says, um, yeah, here's her first floor apartment. And then she takes me through their clubhouse and she says, well, we're redoing a lot of this. And so she goes, this room right here, which was like their business room, which had a desk and a computer at it. She said, this is our business room, but nobody really uses it. So we're actually turning it into a podcast room. I said, what? <laughs> she said, a podcast room. And I said, I'm sorry, like where you record podcasts, like a recording studio for someone that maybe just records podcasts on her iPhone headphones in her closet. <laughs> and so she said, yeah. And I said, because I have a podcast. She said, no way. It was such a funny moment because how many people you know, need a podcast recording studio. I went, Lord, you're putting in a podcast recording studio just for me. Oh my goodness. So how we've been on the other side, we wouldn't have had that. Now here's the second really cool thing. So my husband's sharing with his leader team that, you know, we're moving into this apartment complex and all of a sudden I get a text from a dear friend at our church at this campus that we're now uh, campus pastors at. I get a text from her that says, what apartment complex are you moving into? So I send her the name and she, she says, we live in that apartment complex. <laughs> no, you're lying girl. <laughs> there's, there's no way. And she said, yes. And I said, okay, well, what building are you in? So she tells me the building. And I said, that's the building we are in. We are literally one hallway apart from good friends of ours at our church who have kids that play with our younger two, which is really cool because um, my third child, so Adelie, didn't have a friend at our last house. The girls had their big girl friends and she would kind of tag along, but she didn't have her own friends. So she gets her own friend, like just a hallway apart from us. So they go out in the backyards. I mean, since we've only been here now a week, but they've gotten to play outside together. I mean, all kinds of just really, it's just like cool memories to be made and having someone that, um, you know, that you can call if you need anything, just, you know, one hallway down just was such a blessing. And that wouldn't have happened had we gotten the first floor on the other side, it would have been totally different. Um, so the Lord is just, he's in every single step of this, even though it might still be hard because, you know, we're in this little two bedroom, two bath apartment, and we know we'll probably be here for maybe a little less than a year. It's, it's still okay because we have this joy coming from just seeing the Lord move in such a mighty way and knowing that he has us here for a reason, that it's not an accident and that, um, that he can still use us here, even when it feels like, okay, this is not really what I expected. <laughs> I thought we were going to get a, you know, a house right away. Um, but no, he's still so good. He has something much better than that. Something that is, I mean, just really a dream come true. We've even started meeting some of our neighborhoods and just really or some of our neighbors in this neighborhood. And um, the Lord has really just been putting a burden on my heart for our neighbors just and seeing this as a mission field where we're at. So I just can't wait to see what all he does here in this season and to keep you guys updated on all that. But the main point was just to share that story with you guys so that those of you who are in a season of waiting um, just can hear the Lord speaking to you through the story saying, I have not forgotten you either. I am with you. My promises are still good and to hang on.
me pray for you now. Lord, I lift up every mom who is in a season of waiting, every mom that's in a season where the promises feel delayed, where she feels forgotten. She's wondering if you are still moving on her behalf, if you even hear her prayers. For the mom that feels weary and tired, would you come and breathe a fresh breath of air into her lungs? Would you renew her strength? Would you draw her close towards you and lift her eyes up to the mountains where her help comes from? God, I pray that you would um, just breathe a fresh, a, a fresh breath of faith into her, that her faith would be stirred and that it would grow during this season and that um, she would just really fully rely on you and know that your promises are good and that you are moving even when she cannot see it. We love you, Lord. We lift up your name. We thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.